0: People need to be able to think, speak, and act without self restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reish. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Hello, welcome Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Radio Network. Thanks again for joining us, for joining me and giving me the opportunity to speak to you and share some truth and inf- information. Look, I have to thank uh, America Out Loud Radio Network and Malcolm, because really and truly, they they do human service in allowing us to do this and to bring information to you, fighting this Work globalist tyranny, this cancel culture. And um, it's very, very important that we don't forget thanking Malcolm and this platform. <clears throat> what do we talk about today? There's so many issues facing us. I think right now the breaking issues President Trump and the indictment by the um by this Bragg um DA. I mean, let's look at it from this point of view. Who in the Biden administration should not be charged? Who? who, Hunter Biden? I mean, they impeached President Trump twice for no reason in President Trump's administration. There's countless reasons. There are many, many issues that should at least be examined in in an impeachment trial, yet they're not. And they're going after Trump. Who could take what he took? From, from 2015, the year that he announced, 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, for his presidency, they hounded him 24-7 and his family, devastated him. The media, the deep state, academia, all of these talking heads on CNN and all of these. Look, I have coined a new phrase to describe the media. It's a statement. It's, a, it's an actual sentence. And I'm actually going to um, put it uh, on T-shirts. I'm going to trademark it. I refer to them as the banal, feral, putrid, low-life, bottom-dweller, inept, garbage legacy media in the United States and in Canada. And I include CNN, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, all of them. They're just some of the most rootless, terriblest people. They enjoy harming people and causing disrepute and slandering people. They're they're terrible human beings. Like They have no idea how human beings should live together. And what they're doing to Trump again is wrong. Very wrong. And I think what this idiotic DA did was he guaranteed Trump's re-election. If I was President Trump, I would come outside and put my arms on and let him put a handcuff on me. I would do that if I was him. Don't just go around there and fingerprint and stuff. Let's see if these people really get there. Because what these Democrats need to understand is that it will come and visit you too. You will see your president handcuffed and fingerprint printed too. You will. You will, you will see it. We're going to do it. So I wanted to put that out there. I wanted to switch gears a little bit to this issue. Look, COVID is done. We have all these fear-mongering people out there in their different talk shows and groups trying to make you hide below the the, the mattress still, the bed, because they want to keep the COVID fear going. Governments, even people in the freedom fighter groups, they're not talking about wellness and health and the future and taking care of yourself and moving forward. No, it's COVID 24-7 out the yin-yang. Fear, fear, fear. And all of them grifting and grafting, trying to get inside your pocket, inside your jeans, for you to give them money. That's what this is about. COVID became a money-making venture for most people connected to it. Sadly to say, I know many of them, if not most of them, maybe all of them. Because I've been involved in all these different groups. Left many. Today, many are trying to censor me. Imagine, in the Freedom Fighter movement... I am being sent. Well, so they think they could censor me. They're trying to censor me. But every time they take a hit on me, I punish them. If you poke me, I kick in your nuts. I'm sorry. I don't want to be rude. That's the way I grew up. I don't play that game. It's not tit for tat for me. And what we have right now is they don't want to let the fear go, they want to keep you deranged and insane. But COVID is done. We need to move on with our lives. We need to switch off the television and turn off all of the government, bureaucratic media, the lies. They've lied to you. They have lied to you. It It is done. But what is done is actually a fraud pandemic, a pandemic that never was. They took three years of freedom and liberty from you. That's what they did. They are criminals. These people should be in the gallows for what they did. And I don't mix matters. I speak it as it is. And all of you who read my Substack, my blog, who read my tweets, etc., and you find, oh my gosh, Dr. Alexander, he's such a strong speaker. He's just so blunt. I mean, I, I'm getting the vapors. I'm getting, I'm swooning. I'm, I'm, I'm getting lightheaded here. I need to grab my pearls and my fishnet stockings and, my, and, and, and grab my shoes and run away. Why? Why? Because I speak bluntly. That's a problem. I tell it to you as it is. We have grifters and grafters around us. All they're doing is taking your money. They're not interested in you. Have you ever stopped and think, for all the money you donated, what did you get for, for it? Nothing. And they know that. They know they'll get you to turn up someplace and empty your pockets. And they will talk gobbledygook to you and give you nothing. They will give you n- no direction, no information on how to improve, how, about wellness, nothing. Why? Because they don't want it to end. They don't. And when people like me come along, <clears throat> they want to hurt us. When the wellness company comes along, they want to hurt it. Because it's preaching a different different language. It's telling you about taking matters into your own hand. Getting up, moving, getting on with life and not to be mired, stuck in one place. So we have this situation today where they stole your liberties and freedoms across three years. That's what we lost. Yeah, we lost some people from a respiratory influenza-like illness, no doubt. Especially vulnerable high-risk people, elderly people, particularly those with some concomitant medical conditions. But we lost a vast majority of people from the lockdowns and the school closures, the collateral damage from that. We lost a lot of people from delayed treatment. Delayed treatment. They couldn't get cardiovascular help. Cardiovascular illness help. Diabetes help. Cancer screening, etc. They couldn't get it because all of the damn beds were given to COVID. And when you went in hospitals, the hospitals were empty. We knew this was a scam. But that's what they did. We lost people, some people from, from this influenza-like illness, but we lost people from the delayed treatment. We lost massive amounts of people, hundreds of thousands, or if not millions, from the effects of this mRNA technology COVID gene injection. It was harmful and lethal day one. It never worked. I'm seeing it here. No one, no scientists at CDC, Anyone in the Freedom Fighter group, anybody, any doctor or scientist could come to me and show me data. Show me data that any of these fraud injections worked out of the box. Because the data provided by Pfizer and Moderna to the FDA initially was fraud. It was flawed. It was incomplete. And it never ever showed that the shots worked. They provided you statistics to deceive you. The relative risk reduction of 95% was an absolute benefit of only 0.7% for Pfizer, 1.1% for Moderna. You would have never agreed had they laid it up with risk and benefits, the risks of taking a shot, the toxicity, the potential risks, the cost, the harms, the burden. You'd have, you have said for 0.7% benefit? No, 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 no. But they didn't tell you that. They said 95%. And that's where they, they, they fooled you. But mostly, we lost our people from how they treated them in the hospital. They took a fraud pandemic, a pandemic that never was. You know, like that child show. Um, I forgot the name of the show, but it was a statement, the, 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 the engine that could. That's what this was. This was the pandemic that could. This was a fraud pandemic. This was not real. And what they did was by putting your parents in the hospital, they killed them. They killed your parents and grandparents, my family, your family, our colleagues, our friends, our medical system, our hospitals, our doctors. Our doctors denied antibiotics, put do not resuscitate orders on our family. Left them in isolation. They weren't eating, they were becoming malnourished and dehydrated and dying. Granny was dying in the hospital. Isolated, isolation kills elderly people. Pumped them with toxic drugs like mydazolam and, Rem- and remdesivir and diamorphine. Intubated and ventilated them, and blew holes in their lungs. Killed them. Everything killed them. Nothing worked. No lockdown. No school closure. No mass mandate. Nothing worked. Nothing worked for a fraud pandemic that never was. Yet we killed them for a fraud pandemic that never was. Had we done nothing? Had we done zero? Had we just used common sense? Just common sense. Had we done what we always did before? Wash your hands. If somebody is high risk and they get some symptoms of an influenza-like illness, yes, you get them to the doctor and you get some help. Let the doctor prescribe what was actually needed at that point. Antibiotics often low-level pneumonia setting in. Anti-inflammatories, etc. Remember, antibiotics bring antiviral, anti-inflammatory, as well as antibacterial properties. It's not just an antibiotic. We denied. Remember, doctors were told no treatment. That meant not even antibiotics, which any influenza-like illness, respiratory illness, would likely result in some form of pneumonia at some level. Bacterial pneumonia secondary to the viral illness. Yet, in Canada, in the United States, in UK, doctors were told in hospitals, wherever, no antibiotics, nothing. They were actually told, oh, antibiotics wouldn't work here. Well, technically, antibiotics don't work on a viral infection, but it was the pneumonia that the antibiotics was needed for. So they weren't giving it on a lie that why would you give it for viral infection, which is true, but you, they knew that pneumonia was setting in. And that's where the antibiotics was in. And that's what, it's like the Spanish flu. When you take your cha- time and you read the history on the Spanish flu in 1917, 18, this is not the influenza virus that killed the 50 million well, let's say even if those numbers were true, some even argue that they were over, overinflated. But let's go with the 50 million. It was bacterial pneumonia secondary to that influenza illness that killed a massive numbers of those people. It was not the virus. And shockingly, if you read carefully, around that time, so we had no antibiotics. So therefore, people would have died of the, of the, of the bacterial pneumonia. But shockingly, at the same time, we invented aspirin for the first time. And people didn't understand the medical profession back then, didn't understand dosing. And now when we look back historically, we can see that we were given so much aspirin to the sick people in the Spanish flu that we killed them. We killed people. People died in the Spanish flu for two reasons. One. No access to antibiotics because penicillin and stuff weren't invented until the 30s or 40s. I think that was the time period. So you had no antibiotics and you did have pneumonia. Had we had antibiotics then, we'd have saved vast majority of people. It's like we had antibiotics today, but doctors were told do not use it to treat people in the hospitals or elderly. And that's what killed them. Pneumonia today. But back in the Spanish flu, a vast majority of people were actually killed because of aspirin. We overdosed people. We were giving people aspirin doses. If you, if you modeled it to today, like almost a thousand times the dose, that if you took that aspirin dose now, if I took it, I would die rather quickly. That's what we did. Yeah, now we've learned. I understand. But that's just a historical perspective the lack of antibiotics for the Spanish flu back then for pneumonia, and the overdose and aspirin. So yeah, we learn things. Look, I wanted to talk about the loss of liberties in this segment and some other issues from the wellness company, which is like they have the spike recovery formulation. Because really and truly what we face with today in society, as COVID has done, is the fact that We're going to be dealing with the ravages of this vaccine for years to come, decades. And particularly the spike protein, which is manufactured because of the the code on the messenger RNA that you get delivered into you. That messenger RNA technology was devastating. That should have never, ever been invented. That's what we need to discuss. How did that happen? How did we get to here? How did that get approval to go into that shot? Because that is deadly with the lipid nanoparticle complex. We need to examine it. And that's where we are. And the wellness company has spike detoxifying formulations. It's called the spike recovery. Anyway, you know the wellness company, TWC.health. Look, I want to end this segment by telling you we lost three things in general. We lost some people from this influenza-like illness. We lost a vast amount from the lockdowns. We lost a vast amount from the gene shot. We lost most from how they treated us in the hospital. They killed our people. They killed. We need to investigate and we need to put them in jail. We need to put these people in jail for what they did. Hospitals, CEOs, all doctors if we have to. And start over. But what we lost mostly was our liberties and freedoms. Our dignity. That's what they took. Government moves always to accrue power and abuse you with it, and they maximally abuse you, and they will never give it back to you. We need to take governments into courtrooms and at the ballot box and take back our liberty and freedoms and the power. Remember my substack; it's called Alexander COVID News. A L E X A N D E R COVID News. Um, it's my blog. It's for free. Please subscribe. If you want to support me, please go to Zell Z E L L E. My email is s r. 7283 at gmail.com and my book, Presidential Take Down on Amazon.
1: Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natokinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the USA. So you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made naturalistic ingredients of this quality separately costs over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get spike formula today by going to twc.health. Out loud listeners use the code out loud at checkout for an additional discount go to twc.health promo code out loud and get peace of mind if you're concerned about spike proteins whether you're an independent a democrat or a republican one thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally you've all heard Malcolm and the great dr peter mccullough talk about the advanced nasal solution cofix rx cofix is made in the usa and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a COFIXRX nasal solution cleanse. That's COFIXRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at COFIXRX.com.
0: Hello. Welcome back to the second segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Thank you for joining me again. Once again, thanks to Malcolm and the America Out Loud Talk Radio, this Sound Liberty Hour. It's a huge privilege joining people like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Reesh, etc. Thank you so much. I want to say this: look, there's this healthcare company, the wellness company, TWC.health, based out of British Columbia, but I have a major operation in the United States. And and um I think that um Malcolm himself maybe joining forces with them. They're offering a range of products, uh, online health services, access to medical doctors for second opinions, et cetera, virtual appointments with trusted doctors. Um, They'll follow protocols that will help you, a wholly owned pharmacy, treatment packages, vaccine exempt letters, everything. I'll talk about that later. I want to get to some points here. Look, right now, people like me are being targeted on my blog, etc., cetera, for my bluntness and the questions I ask. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you work in the Trump administration, the Biden administration. I don't care if you are prime minister, a member of parliament, or the president. If you did wrong, if there are questions with your actions, you need to answer them. You need to defend yourself and defend your positions. And not because I ask you a question, or we raise questions that you put, send your dogs out, your attack dogs out to destroy us and smear and slander. We're living in a very difficult time. Need I remind you that they, whoever they are, the unseen dark hand, the global predators, as Dr. Peter Bregan writes brilliantly, they did us something very wrong three years ago. We know decades before that they had it in plan. We know this are this, uh, the research on this pathogen, whatever it was, whatever they were doing, whether for military battlefield, military purposes, or to take down a future president, which they did. We know what they were doing. This didn't happen in February 2020. We will get to all of that. But the thing is, when people like me come along and I drop in bombs on them, because I ask them questions they don't want. We have people in this freedom movement. In the COVID freedom movement, trying to censor people like Dr. Peter Bregan. Imagine that, Dr. Peter Bregan, who has done more for America and the world, and his wife, Ginger. Right now, they're battling COVID. You didn't know that. They're struggling. They haven't been doing well. And did you know that Dr. Peter McCullough, our champion, and Dr. James Thorpe? I don't know. They don't want me to say it, but I'll say it. I don't care what they tell me, because no one could control me, not even McCullough. As much as I look at him as my guru and my mentor, they have been treating Bregan, Doctor Peter Bregan and Ginger. They've not been doing well. You know that, and you know they've been served with a lawsuit this week by Malone. Malone finally filed a lawsuit, twenty five million dollars. How could he want twenty five million dollars from the Bregans because they disagree with him, with his views? What madness is this we're living here? Scientist to scientist, doctor to doctor. What is he trying to say? That if a doctor disagrees with another doctor, I could sue you? This is science. This is how it evolves. We disagree. I could completely find what you say is junk and garbage and BS. It could be bad science. I could tell you that garbage. Throw it away. But not Malone. No, no, not Robert Malone. He runs around suing. He tried to sue Peter McCullough. I wouldn't get into that. He tried to sue me, him and the company he's connected to called DMED. I don't want to go to court with Malone, but if Malone ever moves on me legally, I have many grounds to sue him. I'll return fire. I'll take him in court too. I don't want him to continue this lawsuit on Bregan. He needs to pull it out. Stop. Find a way to call them and resolve your differences. You don't agree with the guy scientifically. You would sue him. Well, we should stop science and medicine today. Stop all research. And this is this is having a terrible effect on them. These are not 25-year-old people. Dr. Bergen is, 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 is his healthy, premium part of his life. His golden years. Yet he's a beast physically. He's a monster. He's a strong man. But between COVID and this, how do you think it's playing out? And you have all of these punk. I call them punk. And those of you listening to me, don't go and write Malcolm and say, Hey, Malcolm, Dr. Alexander used the word punk. And I have to grab my pearls again. I'm getting the vapors. Punk. They are pusillanimous, weak people. Doctors and scientists in the C-19 group that break out. And all of us belong to the McCullough belongs to They are silent while Malone has ravaged the brigands going after McCullough. He even attacked Rish and he's at war with me. And he's going at Stu Peters and Ruby and all these people. Why? Why? Who, Who does he think he is? He thinks because he has some lawyer to file lawsuits that that's how he's going to become relevant. As I said, if Malone goes at me legally... I will return fire in court too. We will wrap each other up in court. And we will have to deal with the questions. Because I've been laying them out. And those will be part of the discovery. That he refuses to answer. Dr. Caitlin Carrico. A scientist who worked with Malone. On the mRNA technology. She had an interview with the Atlantic. The Atlantic is a leftist insane rag. I didn't ever, It never even took what they said seriously. And who knows? Kariko also worked on mRNA. So to me, she's a demon and a devil. All of them who worked on mRNA technology, 20, 30 years ago, they thought they were gods. They were fooling around with our genetic material and DNA and RNA. Who the hell were these people, including Malone, to want to bring this technology? Malone has invented, if it is true, technology that has killed us. And will kill us. We're going to be dealing with this for decades. He cannot defend the mRNA technology. Now he's in the freedom movement. Talking about it's harmful. Why the hell did you bring it? What was the incentive then? What were you thinking? What? Now you want to say, well, it's, 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 it's harmful or we shouldn't take it? At least be like Robert Oppenheimer with the atomic bomb. When he brought it. He then came forward and said he knows he's delivered death. Malone needs to say it. What he brought with Carrico and all these people is death. It's death in those shots. People are dying. Children are dying. Because of it. I don't want to soon over you, Malone. Oh, you must be smart. You work in a chemistry lab with a pipette and you join this and that together and created messenger RNA. I could find any grade 10 biology student to do that. What you did was wrong. I'm saying it as it is. What Malone did in his research was wrong. He wrote a paper in January, 2020 that Bregan wrote about, and he's even more incensed. What Malone did was wrong. What his research group did was wrong. They had no right. They did not study the implications. They didn't study the safety. Of that mRNA technology now is brought forth 20, 30 years into the future. And we're dealing with it now. Pfizer, Maduna, and whomever <clears throat> have used that in this shot. Look what it's doing. And when people like me or Brigham, etc., ask questions, they have all of their attack dogs coming at us, writing on Twitter, You think I care? You think I care? I will ask more questions. Doesn't bother me. People could write. It. I have people call me and say, well, Paul, you know, uh, we might want to censor you, you know. You have to take that substack down. Or you need to take that statement down because you offend Malone. Or you offend this one. Out. Like, like I give a crap. Anything I write, I choose the words carefully. I know exactly what I wrote. And I only write the truth. The problem is we're over the target. Now, They've sued Bregan for 25 million. Why? They can't defend that. And that will get thrown out. But why? Why do these people, Dr. Peter Bregan and his wife, did more for the United States than anyone? This is a disgust. And what? why I'm bringing this up is we have doctors and scientists that we work with in the COVID, the freedom fighter movement, who've been, who've been fighting against the lockdowns and even the shot. They're silent. When Malone goes after McCullough, they're silent. They put their heads, be, tail between their legs, silent. Why? Where's that strength? Why can't you stand up and say is wrong? These are the same people who are arguing against doctors, the vast majority of doctors in society, who did not treat people with early treatment, who lied about natural immunity being inferior, who went along with the government and imposed lockdowns. So they want to argue with them, and argue against censorship. And say how dare you censor. Look you censor people on Twitter and whatever. But they want to censor me. And Brigham and etc. In the C-19 group. Do you imagine. Can you imagine that. So it's like animal farm now in C-19. Some pigs are better than other pigs. Or more important. So now we have a freedom fighter movement. And some of us. Are valued more or worth more. Not me. I don't fall for that. Look, I want to get to a point here. Josh Yoda, Greg Hill, myself, Marcus from Canada. We've been talking about this problem with myocarditis. Silent myocarditis. Dr. Peter McCullough also. We are talking about vaccine-induced silent myocarditis. Where, because of the mRNA vaccine, the mRNA technology... It causes myocarditis, a scarring of the myocardium, the heart tissue. The heart tissue dies. That portion of the heart, electrical conduction, is no longer functional. The heart compensates. The problem is, though, that with silent myocarditis means no symptoms. No symptoms. Yet, when you get into a stressful situation and there's a flood of catecholamines, like adrenaline, epinephrine, etc., into the bloodstream, When that bathes a myocardial scarred heart, it puts too much strain on the heart and the heart gets into erratic beating and you can get cardiac arrest and die. That is happening in those reports of dying in your sleep or dying at dawn. Young people dying just before they wake. It's because of adrenaline flowing on a damaged heart. As they're rising, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., etc., 6 a.m., they die. And their partner or someone finds them dead, laying there. It just didn't wake. Because while you rise, adrenaline floods the bloodstream to lift the blood pressure and the breathing, etc. If you had silent myocarditis, you could potentially die, just like that in your sleep. And we are seeing pilots, etc., in a stressful cabin, cockpit, wind shear, some problem, and the pilot is dealing with it. Brings the plane home normally, knows what to do. We might be a little jumpy in the back of the plane, a little erratic. But the pilot will get us out and we land and whatever. Normally. But now you have pilots with silent myocarditis from the shots. And in those stressful situations with adrenaline flooding, the damaged heart, the myocardium, those pilots get cardiac arrest. We have all of a sudden a flood of reports of pilots getting myocarditis with commercial airlines. Cardiac arrest just before the plane takes off and just as it lands. And we have had a couple where they died in flight. And thank God. Thank God for the uh, co-pilot. We are arguing, Hopkinson myself, that a plane, or two, commercial airline, large, packed, two, three hundred people each, will literally fall from the sky from pilot getting a heart attack in flight. We are warning that the FAA, the airline industry, must insist and demand that no pilot and ensure no pilot takes the skies now unless you rule out myocarditis in them. Do the proper tests. High sensitivity, troponin, EKG, D-dimer. Do them. Chest MRI, gadolinium, chest contrast MRI. You have to do it and rule out. Exclude myocarditis and then let them go to the sky. Just like our young teenagers, especially our boys. But now we have data out of Basel, Switzerland, showing us that girls are almost 40% at risk of myocardial lesions. So it's not just boys. We used to have a 9 to 1 ratio. No. Parents must ensure that their teenage sons, that you test from silent myocarditis, because those are the ones you see dropping on the football field and the soccer field. It's because the myocarditis was silent from the shot. You need to exclude it. So we have this issue of these this this. Uh, the planes, et cetera, could fall. And I wanted to mention something also that's very, very interesting that I find is that um we have a study that had come out uh, published by Furtig et-, et al., F-E-R-T-I-G, in Biomedicine's journal. And what they found is that um <clears throat> the question they ask is, does the mRNA from these shots or the lipid nanoparticles have, or even the spike protein, whether it's naked, meaning it's like free, not attached to anything, or, or inside of the lipid nanoparticle fatty ball, or in some sort of exosomes, which are those similar fatty balls or, or um, extracellular vehicles, do they remain in the bloodstream long term? And yes, but they found that. And I argue that we probably talking lifelong. We are probably saying that, that it remains there lifelong. That's what we're seeing. And um, what we found is in that study is that um, the mRNA, etc., remains in the bloodstream for at least two weeks. But that's the length of time that they studied. We know of a study by um, Rolkin et al. in Cell that they found spike and and components for 60 days post-shot. We know of a study by Patterson et al., where they found post-infection so we could extrapolate the vaccine they found mRNA and spike, etc., 16 months post-infection. So the issue is that this is staying in you. We even have studies now accumulating that that the mRNA reverse transcribes back into DNA in, in, in the nucleus of the cell. I mean, who knew this? We, we, we now have studies showing that, that, that the mitochondria is damaged um, because of the shot, that the immune system is subverted toe-like receptors 7, 8, the guardian of the genome, the P53 protein that, that suppresses tumors, all subverted by the shot. We have this data. We have the data clear that the content of the vaccine does not stay in the injection site. It goes all over the body and accumulates in the ovaries, testes, adrenals, liver, spleen, crosses the blood-brain barrier. Every single thing, CDC and NIH. And the FDA told us about this gene injection, this mRNA crap has shown to be a lie. Every single thing, they lie. They lie. They lied about the lockdowns and they lied about the, the vaccines. They lied to us. We got something that never worked, yet harms us. And now people on these these um, booster treadmills, they can't get off because the, the, any protection it provided, and I say it provides none, but it wanes in, in, in two weeks now. Look, I want to end by telling you um, You're listening to the America Out Loud Talk Radio, um, iHeart Radio Network, and you can also listen from any media player anywhere in the world. All my shows go to podcasts the following day, and you could listen to them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. And um, you could find my shows at the America Out Loud navigation bar, our shows, our schedule, and look for Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. Don't forget my Substack, stack, Alexander COVID News. It's free, and my book, Presidential Takedown. And um, thank you very much. And thanks to Malcolm. Thank you.
1: AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Code out loud
0: thank you again thank you for joining this third hour with Dr Paul Alexander Liberty hour on America out loud talk radio very grateful that you came back um you know first of all before I start I want to just I had so many different things planned to talk to today. And, uh, you know, the reality is as we move forward, our problem in the next decade, years of our lives going to be the, the, the devastating impact of this. mRNA COVID gene injection, the spike protein, because, um, it's going to be with us for a long time, because as I tried to explain early on, um, the spike protein is generally being produced in all of your cells of your body, theoretically and actually, actually 24-7 a day, 24 hours every day. So that's theoretically forever. And that's what we try to tell people to not. We, we don't have any evidence that it's switched off. None. We only have evidence that it begins And the stop codon, there's a triplet codon on the the genetic, the, the, the strand, the mRNA, to stop the translation. Remember, from a genetic, a cellular point of view, from a genetics point of view in the nucleus, there's your DNA. And whether structurally or functionally, if a protein is needed somewhere in the cell, maybe for the cell wall, as a structural component, or a functional po- component, like a like a hormone protein, etc. So proteins have both structural and functional capacities in our bodies. They have two roles. Whenever they're needed, um, the particular part segment of the DNA that has the, gen- the gene for that protein that codes for that protein, the double helix will unwind. Will create a messenger RNA strand which carries a message into the cytosol of the cell, and then that messenger RNA. So that was the trans. That was the transcription phase. Transcribe. We enter the translation phase where that message is translated from messenger RNA to protein. And I know there's a transfer RNA which is another type of RNA that also plays a role making sure that the right uh, bases and amino acids and all of that are lined up to build the protein. Proteins could be peptides, which are very short segments of pro- short proteins, regular length, medium, long, and then very massive super coil protein structures, very complex and multidimensional. But the issue is that on the, uh, the messenger RNA, there's a, there are three stop codons, triplet codes, that code for the stopping of the translation. And from my own reading and study of the science, they are the U, which, which begins the triplet code, the stop code, to tell the translation, the ribosome, to stop at this point, stop translating or building this protein. That U, which is uracil or some people call it uridine, has been replaced by what we call methylated pseudo-uracil. So the natural messenger RNA has been changed when they made the synthetic mRNA that goes in the vaccine by changing the U, uracil, to methylated pseudo-uracil. And the reason for, and they also put some molecular caps on the end of the mRNA to stabilize it. But changing that uracil to methylated pseudouracil hides the messenger RNA strand from your immune system. Because by coming in as part of the vaccine, your body would technically destroy it because it's a foreign substance. But now it's not because it's hidden. And then they package it in this fatty ball with the ionizable lipids in the, in the outer shell of the, uh, the lipid bilayer, etc. Cholesterol, polyethylene glycol, etc. All of these are there to stabilize the outer core of this fatty ball, this transport carrier, the messenger RNA being the payload, the genetic payload. And all of these things function together to hide the messenger RNA payload from the immune system. To stabilize the ball and protect the messenger RNA, and to allow that lipid nanoparticle, fatty ball, with its payload, to get everywhere in the body, into all your cells, cross the blood-lung barrier, blood-brain barrier, um, blood-liver barrier, cross everything. And the um, the issue is that your cells are going to be producing. Spike protein, glycoprotein, for the rest of your life. I would argue anyone, any scientist listening to me, show me proof. We know RNA is in the cell. Function in the cytosol, function to degrade messenger RNA, one-off use. Messenger RNA is is decoded by the ribosome, translated into the protein, and then just degraded, comes out in our waste. However... We know because of the changes I just mentioned that the messenger RNA survives long term. We have studies that show us this. And uh, it's a huge problem. And, 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 and this is why we said, again, not to get a shot. But anyway, um, this is a problem. And this is the biggest problem we're going to face for decades to come. How to get this spike protein out of us. I want to apologize before I go forward because two things. One, I heard a couple of times people say, you know, Paul, we love you. We, we come on the show to listen to you every week. And we love your writings. But all of a sudden, I can tell you, Paul, and I'm telling you, I'm a very, very blunt person. People are writing me now and telling me that all of a sudden, my 78-year-old or my 82-year-old grandmother is listening to your podcast and reading your substacks, and, and that my one grandmother went to dinner recently with a whole family of 30 people and actually had a printout of your substack, and was passing it around to everybody got a copy. So I was laughing reading the email, but, but then she said, but granny asked me to ask you <laughs> if you could not put so much, she used the word color. In your language, so I, I, I understand what she means. I've not been using expletives like before because Malcolm also asked me, "Paul, tone down the expletives, please." Not that he didn't like it, but it's just that he said, "You know, sometimes you know, we don't want people to get the vapors." And um, but I understood that, so so Granny, you know, so I've been I've been doing my best, but I have to be honest with you, I get angry. When they they indicted President Trump, I got angry. A lot of things happening around us, it makes you angry. And I don't know, you know, short of flipping the desk and tossing it out the window, you know, sometimes you're writing and it shows in the writing. So I apologize for that. And I will try hard. I'm going to work hard to make no expletives. Well, you might still see the expletives, but I will put them with those characters. So you know it's an expletive, but I wouldn't write it out. So anyway, I just wanted to tell you something very serious here. I just got word, because as you know, I shared with you, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. James Thorpe have been treating Dr. Peter Bregan, and he is one of the presenters on the show. Malcolm has been so wonderfully gracious with them, and I think they've been a stalwart of America out loud. Um, Dr. Bregan, you know, he wrote that book. He really clued us in. The the um we are the prey the, about the global predators and uh he, he made us he provoked us to think for the first time that WEF, Char Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates and they that these people actually function. And when I thought in the past that this is a kind of a mythical kind of conspiracy, no, it's not. You know, Harari and these devilish demon untermensch Untermensch. They really want to take over the world and have their own fiefdom and their own world and have us all eating bugs. They they write this and they're serious. And we to serve them. They will fly around in their jets and drive their cars, but we must have none. And Harari and Klaus Schwab said, but we will be happy to give up our cars and live in a hut. We will be happy to do it, to save the planet, the day drawing. Anyway, Dr. Brigham uh, has taken a turn for the worse. And um, in a sense that Ginger Brigham, his wife, now I know he does a show. I believe it's on a weekend too with my show at some point. I, I'm not sure. I spoke to him yesterday. But I think Burgan Ginger is now taking him to the hospital as I speak. I can't tell you the time right now because you know we don't like to date the show. So it's just before the weekend. And um he's on his way. So it means it's not good. You know, the lungs they've they've uh detected some problems. And um so and I, I'll be blunt because I was just speaking to the nurse, you know. I have to say it, Carol Quiver. She's a nurse in America. She took her family to the bregans and sustained, helping them. While McCollum, Dr. James Thorpe, two patriots were treating. So she called me to say that I'm um, to share. Because she knew I support them. Look, let's be blunt. There's a disagreement between Brighan, Peter Breggan and Robert Malone. And Robert Malone has sued them for $25 million. He said this two months ago he was going to do it. And I and others have been pleading with them in writing to, no, don't do that. Have a disagreement, but deal with it verbally, family, because we are family. We are the COVID freedom fighters. <clears throat> but Malone decided to formally sue a couple of days ago, and, he, and they, they got service. What they nursed. Carol told me is that they were doing fine and coming out to the COVID because McCollum, they have been treating, but she said, she knows from the moment they got service, everything went south. It's like they lost a step and psychologically it it hobbled them, especially Dr. Bregan. Dr. Bregan, I know him. He's a strong animal. He's like a beast. He's a, he's a, he's a, if he was talking to me, you see, I'm an effing beast. That's what he would tell me. But that's just between me and him. Because we talk as men, together, man to man. But you know his age. He's not 20. So who can be dealing with COVID at his age and just get service for a $25 million lawsuit? So I've just written a sub-stack. You know my sub-stack, Alexander COVID News? Please go to it. You will see my call out to, to Malone. I'm calling on Malone to pull back the lawsuit and find a way to get in touch with the Bergans. That's if Dr. Peter Bregan survived. I am telling you this at this point. There is a chance that we could lose Dr. Bregan From what I just discussed. This is a very serious matter. So within the COVID movement that I belong to, the freedom movement, we have groups trying to censor me, blatantly censor Bregan. They have isolated Ginger and Peter Bregan. I am the only scientist, medical person who stood up openly and written that this is wrong what Malone has done. Most of them write me and call me and tell me they're scared. They want to openly say Malone is a madman for what he's doing. But they're afraid that he sues them. Malone has tried to sue McCullough. I have gotten threats of lawsuit from Malone and his people in that group that he belonged to. Full disclosure, <clears throat> Rich, McCullough, me, Amelin, Gessling, etc. We will lobby to join a group that Malone belonged to that formed some COVID group. And for various reasons, we are not there. I've written why I wouldn't say it here. But some very troubling information came to my attention, our attention, when they flew us to Miami. And I made the decision, I will never be involved in an organization like that. I'm not saying Malone was involved with the disgusting stuff that we heard, I heard. And I even wrote a substack yesterday telling him, get out of that company from the things I heard. Get out, because it will hurt your your reputation. Not that I'm even interested in all of that at this point. All I know is, no one has stood up for the brigands. Dr. Reish, Dr. McCullough, on the side, yes, they have. And they feel very isolated, because they have been isolated. Because people are scared They don't have the money to respond to a a lawsuit, a $25 million lawsuit. I don't know what's going on with Robert Malone. But I want him to pull it back and find the mercy and the grace inside of him to do the right thing. I want us to all find a way to get together and have a conversation and resolve differences. But the differences is not with me. It's not with McCullough. Is not with Rich. is not with Stu Peters, is not with Jane Ruby, is not with Peter Brigham, is not with Ginger Brigham. The common denominator is Robert Malone. I don't even want to comment why. I don't. I don't want to slander anyone here. But I'm saying he's the common denominator. If we need to go somewhere and sit and first to hear what is his problem with everybody, but is is beyond that to is nonsensical. Because before Malone joined the freedom movement, we never had a problem. Nobody disagreed with nobody. We were just the warriors out there. Three years ago, we started. You saw us in media, Fox everywhere. You saw us writing. From the moment Malone joined, we allowed him into this family. We've had massive problems. I am not saying he's not a good person. He's probably a very good human being. I don't I don't know him like that. I I just talking about in the interactions with this group. And he just filed a lawsuit of 25 million against the Bergen's. And I believe it's too much for them. And I believe it it has damaged their ability to recover from COVID. I was just told that. And Dr. Bergen has taken it difficult. Look, I wanna end today by talking about miscarriage. <clears throat> Normally, the miscarriage rates in a society is about um, five to six percent. But studies in America and CDC, et etc report it as about 20 percent, and there's a reason for that, because that five percent of miscarriages, which is bad on its own, so failed pregnancies, etc, with COVID, when it doubles to 10 percent or 15 percent or even four, four times. So 20%, it gets reported as normal because they lie in the beginning saying it's actually 20 when it's only 5. And that's how the CDC has gotten away with approving the FDA, the EAU, a vaccine that has such devastating impacts on the developing child in utero. They shouldn't have never done this. Anyway, thanks to Malcolm again for this week. And Alexander, COVID News is my sub Read, please. Thank you. Free.